evolution. Rev Talk Radio. The Rev Talk Radio. You're listening to You're Rev listening Talk Radio. Rev Talk Radio. Rev Talk Radio. Rev Talk Radio. Bringing you ideas that inspire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Rev Talk Radio, bringing you ideas that inspire. My name is Randy, and joining me are your hosts, David Baumgartner and Scott Janetti. In this show, we have Mr. Ben Wells. Ben is the CEO of Signature Healthcare of Muncie, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about teamwork. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first Rev Talk Radio. I'm your host, Scott Janetti, and I'm thrilled to be here with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. David Bumgartner. Hey, thanks, Scott. I don't know where you came up with that legend stuff, but it's all cool, man. I'm so excited to be here with you, partnering with the uh, the Learning Pillar to, to come up with this Rev Talk Radio. So jazzed about it. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I bet you a bunch of our stakeholders and leaders are probably wondering, what is this Rev Talk Radio about? So, Dave, why don't you tell them about our dream? Yeah, sure thing. The uh, the Rev Talk Radio is a collaborative effort between two of our pillars, the learning and spirituality pillars. What we know is that many stakeholders joined the revolution because of our pillar and that people like the concept of Sacred Six. But believe it or not, it's not as intuitive as people think to operationalize those Sacred Six. So Rev Talk Radio is one of the tools we're going to be using to understand how to operate like our, our first guest here, Mr. Ben Wells out of Muncie. That's right. When we were talking about this, I thought about revolutions and how, you know, almost every movement had propaganda or ways to get the message out and get people bought in and sold out to what they're trying to accomplish or what their beliefs are. We hope that Rev Talk Radio is going to be that for our stakeholders. That is to inspire, motivate, and give you just, you know, a very brief way to get energized and learn something about our organization and what we do here. So why don't we uh, get straight into it. Dave, why don't you introduce our first guest for Rest Talk Radio? Sure. Hey, Ben, glad you could be with us. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, good. Yeah, so glad to be here. I had, I had the opportunity of working with Ben when we were up in Indiana. Uh, he's had some really successful conflicts up there. Ben, why don't you start a little bit by telling us about yourself and what led you to the revolution? All right. Yeah, sure. So, um, I've got a small farm, wife, two kids, 10 horses, wow. 20 chickens, and a few other stuff. So that's pretty much uh, where I'm at outside of, outside of here. I'm an Air Force veteran of the Gulf War and then a career in law enforcement. been a law enforcement instructor for quite a while and still do that. But at the same time, I'm a nurse. been uh, running buildings now for a little over 10 years. And, well, about three years ago when, when Signature was moving into Indiana, I, I was beat up and had the opportunity to spend some time with Joe, you know, left a successful building because, you know, how can you say no to Joe? So I came here, uh, took, took a building that really was, was struggling and was a broken, broken facility and had the opportunity to, uh, you know, make some changes in the lives of the people here. That's outstanding. Hey, so you've been at the Monty facility since June of 13, right after the acquisition. So talk a little bit about what it was like when you got there and what it's like now, and then afterwards talk about some of the programs. So what, what type of transition has Muncie facility gone through? Yeah, we it, it's been uh, it's been busy. We we've been moving a lot. You know, it was really hard for me to uh, leave a, a, my last 
building was a, a five-star building. It was the leader in the market in the area. And, you know, it, it was set up and was doing well. This building that I'm at now had the reputation uh, that wasn't so good. It was a one-star building with one-star quality measures. The hospital knew it as Muncie Death and Dying. It, it was fractured. It was broken. It didn't have a lot of leadership. and Nobody really knew where they were going or what was happening. So, you know, uh, we took the challenge, though. You know, I, I thought this was a company that I could do that with and, and it would be exciting. And, you know, since that time, uh, we, we rapidly moved to a five-star for our quality measures than five star overall and yeah and this year I tell you we just uh we just won uh, facility of the year for the Indiana Healthcare Association so out of the 520 wow. buildings in Indiana wow. uh, we we were chosen as the top one so we're we're really excited about that man that's uh, rocking so so Ben I, first I want to say thank you for your service in, in the military as an officer as a nurse so you've seen. Uh, quite a bit across your your lifetime then and, and through your experiences and uh, so thank you for your service thank but you. also I think you probably have had an amazing opportunity to see some great leadership put in place or that you've learned and put in place I'm, I'm new to the company here and and I want to understand you know we, we talk about sacred six how do you operationalize sacred six and how do you make that come to life in a facility and use that to motivate and engage your staff what does that look like to you and how have you done that you know the sacred six is is who we should be um, as, as individuals all the time. You can't take one part of it w without having it all. They're integral. They rely on each other. Each each individual part does. For me, I think the easiest thing to uh, to look at is is treat people like family with trust. Um, I expect excellence out of them, but they expect excellence out of me too. I have to give uh, just as much as as I expect. Once you get to the point where they know that. You know, all the staff knows that they can rely and trust on me. I'll be able to rely and trust on them also. So I, I think that's one of the uh, the bases of it. Um, you know, if if uh, somebody tells me that uh, you know their their child's sick or they got a problem at home, I don't question. If they say that's it, that's it. And then we take care of it and we move on. And and you know, I think they know that that I'll have their back. And uh, in turn, they have my back. Outstanding. Outstanding. Hey. Um, well, let me ask you, and I'll, I'll put you on the spot and, and twitch you a little bit here. That, that sounds vague, uh, really. I mean, like, come on, they got my back. What, what's that all about? What did you do to get there? How, how did you motivate a team from where you got there? Can you give the audience some specifics of some stuff that you did to transform and to move from the one star to the five star that you are now? Yeah, well... You know, Colin Powell said that there's no secrets to success. It's preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Lord knows I've had a lot of failure, so I decided to uh, to not go that route, and really hard work and preparation is, is, is what it comes down to. It's sometimes when you're wanting a team to come together, they first of all have to know who they are, what team they're on, and what their goal is. So, you know, when we, we came here, we, we established where we were at as a building. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the people in, the, in this facility that were here at the time they didn't know who they were. They didn't know where they rated. They didn't even know what a five-star was, and, and they didn't really know what a good building was about because it's just what they had known. If you've never been to a five-star restaurant, you'll think Fazoli's is the best thing in the world. So they, they were happy with that. So we, we had to talk about where we were at and what we were going to do to get there. So, you know, we, uh, we looked at something that was, uh, I think, integral to who we are, quality care. So we looked at our quality measures, and we broke those down one by one, and we had plans for how we were going to improve each quality measure. 
Um, so in, in a short time, we were able to have some wins to celebrate those together as a team and, and how, we, how we'd accomplish that and then moved on to the next one. And then with those small goals that we could celebrate successes in that were very achievable, we, we rapidly got uh, five stars for our quality measures and we've been able to maintain that ever since. Through the adversity of working through some of those problems, I think we, we, we came closer, we became tighter. Um, you know, when my nurses were on the floor, I made sure I was there with them. We had late night work sessions, but we were all there together as a team working through it. And we developed a, an understanding of each other and, and trust of each other. And I think that was integral to everything else, um, knowing that we had shared goals and where we were going and everything else sort of built on that, maybe. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? Yeah. It, 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 it seems to be working. Well, uh, Ben, that's awesome. I mean, it's great to hear from someone who you know, has come from the trenches and now is celebrating some great wins. And so, uh, you know, Ben, one of the things about this Rep Talk Radio is we actually want to keep it really short. You know, something that if you're driving to work, you can listen to it. So you gave some really great insights. But in, in closing out, what I want you to think about, and before the show, um, Ben said something that really struck me. He said, you know, Scott and Dave, um, you know, leadership is just about seeing it and getting it. And you've got to really observe and, and see what it's like to make it happen. And so, Ben, I have a question for you to kind of close up here, our, our time together here. And that is, if, if a CEO came and said, I'm struggling and I want to win some invest and I'm going to watch you in action, Ben, and I want some advice, what advice would you give that CEO who's struggling as it relates to teamwork and building a team? What would you say to that CEO standing next to you and watching you, and, and what words of advice would you give them? You know, I think one of the, the most understandable and attainable things to do about leadership is to have the highest standards. Not just the higher standards for your, your staff or your, your building, but you have to have the highest standards for yourself also. You need to show what it is to be successful with it. And I don't know, just never accept anything except the best from anything. It, it only takes a couple of poor players on a team to, to cause the whole team to fail and to demoralize it. So you need to be the strongest leader and expect everybody else to be just as strong. I like it. I think that's great advice. The other thing that I appreciate about you, Ben, is I can tell that when you set a standard, you stick to it and it becomes a non-negotiable. And I think that's important, right? I think consistency in life whether you're talking about your kids, your family, or whatever it might be, people you work with, if you've got to set the standard and stick to it and, and keep it a non-negotiable for the team but for yourself as well and set that uh, servant leadership example for people. So, so Ben, man, you, you've, you've given me some great things to think about. I'm sure Dave as well and our, and our listening audience. Man, thank you so much for your time. However, we are not done yet, Ben. Um, uh -huh. As part of Rev Talk Radio, we're going to have a little fun too, right? You can have fun during the revolution, right, Ben? You can Absolutely. Every day is yeah. fun. That's right. Well, uh, so we're going to do um, little fun games in Rev Talk Radio to close out our segments. And so this one, we actually have a really uh, just a, a brief quiz, three-question quiz. And, Ben, if you win and answer all three correct, you will have the bragging rights to say, I was the first Rev Talk Radio show <laughs> winner. The first. Well, we always like being first. That's great. Let's, let's go. Let's yeah, see what I can I know your dad's about that, bud. Yeah, you know, if you're not first, the, the scene is always the same. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, here we go. Question number one, Ben. Hopefully you've done some reading out there. We know Joe likes to read and likes to put stuff out there. CMS just released information about the 2015 results of using ACOs. According to the CMS 
ACOs are costing, uh, this is choice A, are costing more money but are seeing a net savings because of the civil monetary penalties collected, that's choice A. Choice B are actually saving money, or choice C, Ben, are inclusive because they use the same program Delta Airlines uses to schedule flights. Sir, choice A, B, or C. All oh right. Boy. Well, I, I did see that article, but even if I hadn't seen that article, if you'd set through CEO school or listen to Joe. That's right, man. And according to this August 25th article, uh, more than 100 Medicare accountability, accountability care organizations qualified for shared savings. And according to that article, the total savings for the federal government through the program are about $1.29 billion with a B. Yikes. Big money. I would say they're going to keep going that way, wouldn't you? I think it's going to be everywhere before long. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, Ben, you're off to a great start. You're one for one. Let's see if you can go two for two with question number two. All right. Hopefully, you read Joe's August 17th company update. In that update, Joe reminded leadership that in 2011, we predicted these times and that 38% of the SNFs would close. He asked leadership teams to focus on six things. One of the items in his list is choice A, increase use of agency staffing so the revolution can have employees to take care of an increased census. Choice B, eliminate agency because it violates an SHC guiding principle. Or choice C, reduce use of agency to a manageable level. Ben, your choice, A, B, or C. We, we have to eliminate agency, B. That is correct. You're right. Agency, as I've heard Joe say, I believe, uh, is the devil, right? I mean, they're there to collect a paycheck a lot of times. They uh, don't, you know, really understand our culture. They don't necessarily share our values. And so uh, agency uh, certainly isn't going to help us win this revolution. So it should be our goal to eliminate agency whenever we can. All right, question three. Let's see if Ben can get the trifecta. All right, question number three. Last Friday, Joe gave a live stream company update. He is asking every leader at the revolution to get three small wins each day. Why is this important? Choice A, because cumulative small wins add up to increased morale and momentum to overcome the current post-acute whirlwind. Or choice B, because Joe doesn't get enough email, so he wants leadership to send this email about three small wins. He needs more email. Or choice three. Really, he doesn't have a reason. He just wanted to give leadership something to do. Ben, choice A, B, or C. Uh, well, I was ready to go for the email, but given the amount of email that I get, I'm sure that's not Joe's issue. So let's go with uh, A, human of small wins. That's right, right? We, so, you know, we, we get plenty of bad news. We want to share the great things that are going on, those small wins, those big those, those ideas that are just helping us get through day by day to, uh, to beat this revolution. Um, so absolutely, Ben, you've done a fantastic job. And you, you. are now the first winner what? of the Red Buck Radio. <laughs> Woo! Way to go, boy. Go home and call your wife as soon as you get it. Call your wife as soon as you're done with this call, Ben. Let her know that you, you've won that. Oh, no, I'm calling Metzger and Terre Haute. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Now, Ben, uh, I will I will tell you that uh, not only do you get bragging rights, I will be sending you in the mail a wonderful signature learning polo um, so that you can wear that with pride and tell everyone how great learning is um, and that you are the first RevTalk Radio winner. So uh, that will awesome, be coming man. in the mail to you. Uh, and, and, Ben, we just can't thank you enough for, for agreeing to do this crazy uh, concept with us, being our first guest. Um, you were fantastic. You helped me learn. 
and I'm sure you helped our stakeholders and leaders learn as well. No, thank you. My privilege. Yeah, it's outstanding, Ben. Sure do appreciate your time, brother, and all the uh, opportunities to spend some time with you up in Indiana and uh, hosting and sharing the, the cool things that you're doing. It is definitely motivational, so sure do appreciate your time. Give my best to everybody. Thank you so much. And to our listeners out there, on behalf of the Learning and Spirituality Pillar, we'd like to thank you for listening to our first Rev Talk Radio. Our goal is to give you inspiring messages and topics relevant that are, that are relevant and current Please share your feedback. Email me, Scott Gennetti, or Dave Baumgartner. Give us your feedback. If, if this is crazy, we can stop. If it's good, we'll keep it going. Uh, but your feedback is important to us. Until next time, viva la revolution, and thank you for listening out there. <laughs>